Hello, fabulous friends, and welcome back to the Booked and Blessed podcast. I'm your host, Carissa, here to help you get booked and feel blessed. How is everyone doing? We are in the middle of audition season. I feel like, personally, I'm slacking a little bit. Um, just because I'm still waiting on my headshot retouches and I kind of feel like I'm at a standstill. So if you feel the same way, like you wish you were doing more, but either you can't or just mentally and emotionally, you're drained. I'm right there with you, but we're not going to let that get us down, are we? No, we just keep fighting on because we are part of the Book to Blessed fam and we make ourselves better. Maybe not every single day, but it's an uphill battle. It's an uphill climb. And I got your back. Alrighty. So today, we are going to be speaking on, speaking on the um, pre-show ritual, which which will look different for everyone. I'm going to stop with the accent right now. Guys, just so you know, it is 12.13 a.m. when I'm recording this. So you're going to get super fun, Carissa. I hope you are ready. Strap in buckle up. Here we go. So we're going to be talking about pre-show rituals, which will look different for everyone, but I'm going to tell you what my ideal pre-show ritual is. Does this mean that I would do this every time I had a show? Absolutely not. Most of the time I had a show, also not really, but if I had all the time in the world, this is my ideal situation to get me in the headspace and ready to go for showtime. But before we talk about that, of course I have some, I don't want to say corrections corner, just some, you know, beginning of the episode announcements and additions to other episodes. So first of all, this is actually very serious. Um, I want to address the anti-Semitic protesters outside of Parade's first preview night. And I just wanted to make it abundantly clear that here on the Booked and Blessed podcast and just in general in life, I hope that none of the Booked and Blessed fam will ever stand for hatred or xenophobia of any kind to anyone. Um, But I'm sure that you all already know that we are theater people and we do tend to have more empathy than the normal person. But I just wanted to make my stance very clear and just say, I do not stand for anti-Semitism. I do not stand for racism. I do not stand for any sort of discrimination or xenophobia, xenophobia. I'm definitely saying one of those wrong. I think it's xenophobia of any any kind. Either way, don't stand for it. Um, Also, on a lighter note, Jenna Fisher, aka our girl Pam from The Office, one of my favorite shows, is going to be in the Mean Girls movie musical. Okay, that is... What? That is a dream. Then we have JoJo, and I'm not talking about JoJo Siwa up in here. No, no, no. The OG JoJo. Get out, get out, leave right now. It's the end of you and me. That JoJo, right? She is going to be in Mulan Rouge on Broadway. So pop, oh, sorry, I just smacked the microphone, pop off. If someone can hook me up with some tickets, discounted, or, you know, just in general, please let your girl know. I need to see this. Broadway is popping off right now. Okay, I'm about it. Also, I heard today that Funny Girl will be closing in September. I'm sure you all probably know this as well because that's when Leah Michelle's contract is up and we're not going to talk about her because she's very controversial, but that's just another random thought that popped into my head with Broadway updates. 
Um, and to continue on from my last solo episode talking about rehearsals and the rehearsal process, something I remembered um, while I was making dinner one night actually was the statement, you already booked the job. And that has been said to me by, um, I believe a director of mine or two, more than one probably before. Basically what that means is you don't need to be singing full out while you're learning materials for the first time or each time you're running a song in a rehearsal for blocking or whatever. And you know what? I'm guilty of this because I just want to be like, oh, and show everyone I got pipes of steel. You know what I mean? Like I can do this forever, but it's not, it's just not sustainable. (laughs) It's not sustainable. And that's your job first and foremost, after you've actually booked the job is sustaining your ability to perform at a certain level. And you don't need to prove you belong there because they already know you don't need to keep proving yourself. I think that's where it comes in for me. I'm just like, I need to show everyone that I am worthy of being here. No, you're worthy because you already have the job. So I'm not saying sit back and relax. I'm just saying do not strain yourself and do not go out of your way to be full out when you don't need to be. Or if it's detrimental to you, if you know you can be full out a lot of the time or for a longer period of time than normal people and that's just where you feel comfortable and you feel like you have to do that in order to know you'll be able to do the show, sure. But don't just be doing it to do it. You know, you don't have to. That's not your, that's not your job anymore. Your job is just learning the show and giving it your best shot once you're performing in front of crowds. I don't know where this accent came from. Guys, I told you. Strap in. Okay. Also, my voice coach, this goes all the way back to the episode about your book, your audition book. My voice coach recently told me something that I had never known Uh, because I never went to college for musical theater. But your audition book should have a table of contents at the front so that the people behind the table can see what options you have in each different genre. This was mind-blowing to me. I'm like, why have I never thought of this? It's probably because I switch the order of my book every time I go to a different audition because I just put the songs that I'm preparing for that audition in the front of the book, but that's not really great. Um, He also told me you should also only have about 12 songs in total in your book at any given time. And they should be songs you love and characters that you'd love to play realistically. Um, And those, those 12 songs, I think the amount, the number 12 is a manageable amount to be asked to sing at any given moment at the drop of a hat and to have prepared and memorized. So he did do a breakdown for me of, you know, each category and I can give that to you all if you would like to hear it next week. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was a new bit of information for me. Your girl was not aware and I think I'm just going to pay him to make a book for me. So (laughs) thanks college. I mean, thanks not going to school for musical theater, but you know, you win some, you lose some. And we just got to keep on trucking. We can pay $50 and get someone to make a book for us anyway. So it's fine. It's fine. Okay. So now <laughs> you knew it was coming, everybody. Now we're moving on to the meat and potatoes. <laughs> what is oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, the meat and potatoes of this episode, which is Carissa's ideal pre-show ritual 
I almost forgot there for a second. Don't you worry. I remembered. So no caffeine the day of a show. Caffeine dries out your vocal cords and for your girl personally, um, it increases my anxiety and it sometimes makes me feel like I'm going to gag or throw up especially now that I have Invisalign, really does it for me. I noticed this while I was on the ship. So on the days that I would drink a latte off the ship with espresso, obviously, I would sometimes, <laughs> I'd be going out to sing my solo and I would be dry heaving. I'd be like, okay, ready to go. It's <laughs> horrible. Or I would just feel very nauseous before going on stage. Um, I'm so glad I finally realized this and stopped because it was actually really messing with my head. I'm like, do I just have intense performance anxiety? Like, can I just not be a performer anymore if this is how it's going to be? It was the caffeine. Um, I also avoid caffeine on audition days as well as dairy because dairy will make you phlegmy. So caffeine dries you out. Ca uh, dairy will make you produce more mucus. And we don't like either of those problems. I also recently bought Greether's pastilles and I will let you all know how I like them when I use one. I just haven't had a reason to use one yet, but from the friend that I gave them to for his birthday, he said they are like magic and he used them before his audition for something very exciting. It was actually Devin, guys, it was Devin. Um, yeah, he went in for an audition recently, which is, ooh, I can't wait to tell everyone about it. I can't, I, he's going to book it, but when he books it, can't wait to tell everybody and um, say that it was all my, all because of me and my greethers that I gave him. Anywho, moving on. Next thing on my pre-show ritual list, move my body. And that could be stretching or doing some yoga or a Peloton ride. Really got into the Peloton rides over my time on the ship. I never thought Peloton would be challenging or I would like it. Nope. That's it is so fun. And there came a, a time during my contract where if I did not have the time or the energy after a show to do a full you know, strength workout, I would just be like, hey, let me just do a 20 to 45 minute Peloton class and then go to bed, take a shower and go to bed. And that really saved me because I was still moving. I was still grooving, doing my thing, but it did kind of mess me up because I did not do as much strength training as I should have. But when you're on a contract, strength training is hard too, because you get the, um, the lactic acid, which is not good for your voice. And then you're sore and you have to be dancing and you have to be doing all these shows that require a lot of energy. So yeah, strength training was tough on the ship, but Peloton pulled through. And as I said on Devin's episode, they did a six ride. So very exciting. Okay. So stretch, do some yoga, do a Peloton ride. Um, or I would go for a walk when I was on the ship, it would be out on the open deck or, you know, just in general, like now that I'm in New York, you can just go for a walk, clear your head, go outside, wherever you are. If you're on a contract on land, should be somewhere to walk, but you just want to do something to warm you up physically and get some sunlight if at all possible. Um, but when you warm up physically, you're also warming up your voice. Should be self-explanatory, but it's not always. So you got to move and groove that body and that voice will also be ready to go. It's all interconnected. Everything is connected. So, all right. Speaking of the ship, while I was in my cabin, I would use my vocal mist, shout out, please sponsor me, 
on Broadway cabaret days while I was doing my hair because they have this attachment that's like a mask and you can kind of strap it onto your face, which was really nice. And then I would warm up while doing my makeup. And I like to make sure that my hair and makeup are sorted or mostly sorted beforehand so I can focus on getting into show mode without any added stressors. As you can tell, your girl can be a little anxious sometimes, <laughs> but that helps alleviate it a lot. Um, I would use the same humming warm-up playlist I downloaded on Spotify from Jacob's Vocal Academy because the Wi-Fi on the ship is very unreliable uh, for the most part. It's just, it was good to have warm-ups downloaded. And actually, a lot of my castmates had voice memos on their phones of warm-ups from their voice teachers in their college, like in college, or from shows they were previously in, group warm-ups. It's a super smart idea and a very good tool to have. And if you have a voice coach, maybe ask to record your next warm-up just so you have it in case you need it. I'm about to do that with my voice coach because it's always nice to just have something you can go back to and say, this is a warm-up that someone... I don't want to say prescribed, but prescribed specifically for you and your voice, which is A+. It's not just a random generalized warm-up. It's customized to you. Um, then I would do affirmations. And I wouldn't say them out loud necessarily. Um, I actually, I made a voice note with affirmations I felt resonated with me. And I would also add more when or if I felt it was necessary. Uh from Francesca Amba's suggestion over on the Law of Attraction Changed My Life podcast, I highly suggest giving her a listen. I have definitely implemented a lot of different things she's discussed on her podcast into my life, and I've read a bunch of the books from her recommendation, and she just has a great accent. Let's be honest. It's so nice to listen to. <laughs> I think she's from Essex. That was a horrible Essex accent. But anyway, also my girl Kezia Grace over on the Anxious to Sing podcast, who I worked with her at said, or not at, I worked with her previously. <laughs> so Kezia Grace over on the Anxious to Sing podcast has a whole episode on getting into the mental space to perform without anxiety. And one of her tips was writing down some affirmations to tell yourself in the mirror before the show. And this is just how I implemented both in one by recording myself saying these affirmations and then listening back to my own voice. It's like listening to a subliminal of your own voice, which is even better for making your brain believe it and take it as truth and really let it soak in because it's you saying it. It's your voice. You know what I mean? And another thing Kezia suggested, which I implemented for a good a good bit of time, was writing down moments from the show you were grateful for or that stood out to you. And I loved that because it helped make the shows less monotonous which is extremely important when you're on a long contract doing the same shows and then doing those shows two times a night each week. And it kept me feeling grateful and in alignment and focusing on the good rather than what I feel I lack or I need to improve on. And we know I will take any and all moments to feel grateful and feel in alignment. So thank you, Kezia. Check out her podcast as well. She's awesome. Um, next up on my list is scanning my body for tension and massaging slash stretching those areas as much as possible. And when I say that, I mean areas of your body that you use to sing, 
not just that necessarily, but really focus on like your shoulders. My shoulders get a lot of tension in them. So focus on your shoulders, your neck, your jaw, etc. You can like massage down your down your throat, down your neck, do your, you know, do your jaw, all the things, your cheeks, <laughs> your sinuses, a whole face massage. Go for it. Um, and I also loved this helped alleviate my anxiety as well. Putting my costumes and eyelashes on <laughs> and putting any costume changes or props out where they need to be while I was listening to some music that would pump me up and get me ready for the show. This was usually Homecoming by Beyonce. Um, <laughs> not naming any names or anything. No, but just fun pump up music in general that'll get your energy up and get you ready to go, get that adrenaline pumping, get you like, get your head in the game, you know? And last but not least, I have much less performance anxiety when I don't feel like I'm running behind and I have everything laid out and ready to go. So just being prepared, I would say, and giving myself plenty of time to get ready, but then also plenty of time to make sure everything is in its proper place and put away and everything's ready for costume changes, for any props that are needed, that they're set out and I know they're ready to go. So that helped me immensely. Oh, okay. Uh, doing solo episodes is so weird after doing an interview. I thought that was so fun last week. What did you guys think? Please let me know. Do we like guests on the pod? If you did or didn't, please DM me and let me know at Booked and Blessed Pod on Instagram or at my personal account at Carissa Hope. And you can follow if you feel so inclined. Also, if you have any questions or need advice or anything of the sort, please send me messages. I'm here to help. I will dedicate a whole episode, maybe, depending on, you know, what your what your inquiry is about. Um, or I'll definitely address it in an episode or to you directly, either or. If you find value in this podcast, please, please, please give me a five-star <laughs> rating and review and make sure to subscribe to know every time a new episode is released. My next solo podcast uh, will be about my audition experience with a certain theme park I worked at overseas, which is where I worked with Kezia. That's why I almost said said theme park earlier, but I realized I hadn't mentioned the theme park yet. <laughs> Anywho, um, but my next interview will hopefully be with my good friend who worked with me at said theme park as well, not Kezia, unfortunately, but hopefully we can get her on at some point. And he now works in casting and just moved back to New York. I'm a lucky gal. All my all my friends live here now, all my entertainer friends, but they all live in Harlem. <sighs> what are you gonna do? Closer than closer than the West Coast. That's all I gotta say. But that is all from me this week, my lovely booked and blessed fam. I hope to have an interview for you again soon. And I hope that last week's and this week's episodes provided value for you and gave you some insight and intel into the industry and maybe had you learn something new or reinforced things you already thought or that I already told you previously. <laughs> Anywho, on that note, I hope you have a totally fetch Monday and an even better rest of your week. Let's get booked and blessed, y'all. <laughs>